is a Woodside Church podcast. Good morning, thank you. I must say, this preach was very, very emotional for me to prepare. And, uh, but it gave me so much joy and encouragement knowing that God is able. And today I'm going to talk about a woman. I call her a woman of faith, Hannah. And I think Luke touched some of it last week. And today I'm going to touch on Hannah giving God her son, because she was blessed with a son. And I'm also going to talk about her giving God back in our worship in response to his kindness. And it's all about our response to his kindness. And I'm going to touch on just two other things about learning to leave our concern with God and also what Hannah learned about God. Amen. And last week, Luke touched on how Hannah waited upon the Lord for a child, and God blessed her. And Hannah spent so much time in the temple praying. And because God blessed Hannah with a son, and she decided to dedicate her son to the Lord. I've been praying personally in my life for the past seven years, and I've been waiting for something from the Lord, and I'm still waiting, and I will not give up because he's a miracle God. He did it for Hannah, and I know you do it for me. And though there might be people here in this church thinking, God, I've been waiting for this. Why is this taking long? But Hannah is the testimony of God's miracle. Amen. So I'm going to touch from um, First Summer 1, 28 to, um, 21 to 28. Hannah dedicates her son to the Lord. Verse 21, when her husband Elkanah went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and to fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, after the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before God, before the Lord, and he will live there always. Do what seems best to you, her husband Elkanah told her. Stay here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. After he was weaned, she took the boy with her, uh, with her young as he was, along with a three-year-old bull and alpha of flour and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When the bull had been sacrificed, um, they brought the boy to Eli. And she said to him, pardon me, my Lord, as surely as you live, I'm the woman who stood here before, beside you praying to the Lord. And I prayed for this child, and the Lord has granted me what I had asked him of him. So now give him to the Lord for his whole life, uh, for his whole life he will be given over to the Lord and he worshipped the Lord there. What's strange about this story is that she has been longing for a child for so many years and years. Amen. But she must have realized something. If I'm not going to have a baby after all this trying and failing, then it is a gift of the Lord. I will give that gift back to him. Amen. As a recognition that he must have a plan for this gift. We also need to consider 
giving back to the Lord often. The same gift and ask God for wisdom. And it's not about us, but it's about what God has given us. Amen. If we look at Revelation 4 verse 10, it says, what do the elders do with their crowns? It was amazing when I heard um, Colin sing about the crowns this morning. You are in the word, the spirits, you know. And when the glimpse of God had get caught up in the love and worship of God, as Hannah did, the elders did. What often happens is we give the most precious things we own back to him. And not because we must. Imagine a parent giving her child 10 pounds. And as soon as she hands that 10 pounds over, she says, right, now give it that back to me. And that's not kind-hearted mother, is it? Or a willing child. But if that child gets that 10 pounds and um, goes away and secretly buys her mom some flowers to surprise her because she loves her, that is, that is what it is like when we capture God. We can't help but give God what he deserves. Amen. And we also see in, this, in the gospel that when they led Paul's expensive perfume on the feet of Jesus. And she didn't have to, but she was caught up in love. And, and she didn't have to, yeah, but she was caught up in love, so she did. You see in all these cases, Hannah, the leads, you know, at Jesus' feet, the elders, they give an overwhelming gratitude. Amen. And joy. None of them had to. And we... It, and, we, kick to, we, kick, we are quick to give God the things he has blessed us with. Do we give God back what he has given us? That's the question today. I'll talk about a few examples. Number one, God gives us a lovely house. How can we give that house to him? Are we hospitable? Does that house double, um, you know, is that a house double as a refuge for people in need of a friendship? Prayer, do we open our houses for, um, for community groups? Do we invite our neighbors? Because it's about God. It's not about us. It's not about my house. It's about the house that God has given me. Amen. So if we understand that, it makes sense. If you don't, then it's very difficult to understand. <laughs> but if you realize that, you know what? God has given me this gift, and I'll give it back to him. Amen. And God will bless you more. And I remember when I bought my house, People used to pray, my friends used to say, Father, we pray this house is a, is a house of prayer because I was given that house by the Lord and it will be a house of prayer. When people come into my house, they know this is a house of prayer. You feel it as you enter my house because it's a house of prayer. Amen. And how about that job that God is giving you? Why is that job his job? How can you turn that job into a gift you are giving back to him? Whatever that is, money, talents, if not, then we are revealing a symptom of someone who hasn't uh, glimpsed God is fully yet. Martin was just talking about, I got promoted. Yeah, I've got a new job now. I'm still with World Vision. But I thank God for that job. And I'm so grateful to God for that job. And it came in a season where I was not expecting it. But I am here thanking God for it. And I'm dealing with numbers, and you all know numbers are not good, but God has been faithful. Amen. <laughs> so the answer is not just to, um, just to give it. No, the answer is to spend time and energy and planning to make the time for God. 
And as you begin to see him, your generosity will follow. Talk about talents. God has given you a talent. What are you doing with your talent? God gave me a voice, and I sing, and I use it well, well, because God has given me that gift. Amen. So think about those gifts that God is giving you. See how you can make a difference in this world. Amen. Because God wants us to give back what he's given us. Hannah, like I said, she spent so much time praying to God for her child. Hannah's prayer was, God, if you give me a son, I'll give him back to you. And God faith fulfilled his promises. God fulfilled his promise before Hannah fulfilled her promise. Hannah was very specific with God. And these days when I pray, I'm specific with God. I'm not going to hide and say, oh, I'll come back to it. No, God, I want a husband in the name of Jesus. That's how I pray. I'm very specific with God because Hannah was very specific with God. Amen. What Hannah did was that when she sent her child to the temple, she did not send him empty-handed. She took three-year-old bull, an apple flower, and a skin of white. Hannah saw that it was important that she puts her son in the hands of the Lord than her hands. How powerful was that? Amen. You are given a child and you give it back to him. How amazing is that? And giving to the poor is also another thing because if God given you enough for you or more for yourself, it's also good to give to the poor. Giving to the poor is thinking about how God has blessed us and how we can make this world a better place. I'm going to read from Isaiah 58, verse 7 to 8, and it says, It is not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter. When you see the naked, to close them, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like a dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of God will be your rear guide. God. I was really touched when our church side offered to help those who are affected by the cost of living and opened the building to those who need more warmth. And how amazing when we reach out to the communities and help with the blessings that God has helped us with. It's because God has given us and we are giving it back to the community. We are giving it back to our neighbors. We are giving it back to our friends. As um, Deb mentioned a few weeks ago, in this story we see God's salvation planning coming through. In Genesis, we see Abraham being willing to give his son as a sacrifice. And we see Hannah giving a son to the people's priest. And God is a clue to the ultimate priest he would willingly give to us. The gospel is a gift. And God never asks us to do something he didn't do, he didn't do first. And we are all the beneficiaries Um, greatest gift ever given, and one that cannot be bought. And the church, therefore, should be the most generous people group around. Amen. Hannah giving back 
worship in response to his kindness. I'm going to read from 1 Samuel 2, verse 1 to 10, from the NIV version. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord my horn is lifted. My mouth pours over my enemies, for I delight your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one beside you. There is no rock like our God. But, not, uh, but do not keep talking so proudly, or let your mouth speak such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows, and by him deeds are weighed. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumble um, are armed with the strength with the strength in those who full hire themselves out for God, but those who were hungry are hungry no more. She who was barren, she has borne seven children, but she who has had many sons pines away. And the Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth, and he humbles and he exalts, and he raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sees them with, um, with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's, and on them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful servants, but he, the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven and the Lord will judge the end of the earth. And this chapter is about Hannah's joy. Hannah was rejoicing to the Lord for what he had done. God had not forgotten Hannah as she was blessed with a child. God had not forgotten his people She sang to the Lord when she had given her son away. For a a mother, this must be a bittersweet time. The son she had longed for many years had been handed to the Lord. The last part of chapter 1, 28 says, Hannah prayed and and said, so they worshipped the Lord there. Song, um, song records the worship, uh, worship, this song records the worship Hannah offered on, on the very day she left her son. So I'm going to just talk briefly on chapter 2, and I'll talk about um, maybe verse 1, verse 2, um, and maybe a bit of um, verse 1 to 2, and then a bit of verse 3 as well. My heart rejoices in the Lord, and Hannah the love for God. That may humble us. On that day, she made the biggest sacrifice of her life. She rejoiced in the Lord. There is a rock like our God. Amen. Luke spoke last week about the security Hannah had. And here is where it came from. Her God was her rock. She built her life on a sure, steadfast God who would keep her safe through everything. And the other one says, my horn is exalted in the Lord. The one is used often as a picture of strength and uh, because the power of an ox could be expressed in its horn. And Hannah spoke of strength and power 
being exalted in the Lord. Amen. And talk no more of very, prou- uh, very proudly, and let not arrogance come from your mouth, for the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. When we are treated badly, our job is not to retaliation, but is to go to the Lord and trust he will bring that person's actions to account. Amen. I'm sure we've had so many times in our lives where people have said bad things to us, but it's not for us to do it. You leave it to God. Amen. I'm going to just touch on learning to leave our concern with God, and I know this um, chapter will touch a lot about why we have to leave everything to God, like Hannah did. She left everything to the Lord. We can do this through prayer. Hannah prayed to God for a child and did, God did bless her with a child. And God wants every good thing for us and a close relationship with him in every best starting point because there is no one like him and he is faithful to fulfill his promises. Amen. We need to trust God in our situations. We've learned from Hannah. She trusted God and she never boasted about her own strength. When she got her gift, she knew that it was from the Lord. And she rejoiced and praised him. And I know Hannah was full of praise and rejoicing. How many times are we always full of praise and rejoicing in the Lord? The gift of life that he's given us the things that he has given us. It is always encouraging to pray and praise God no matter what circumstances we are in. And we need to remember that he is the Lord who gives and everything comes from him. And we need to remember that everything that we pray for, even if it's our children, marriages, we need to go back to God because he is faithful and he will answer our prayers. Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30 says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. As we give our concerns to God, we find support in remembering the promises of God and he will fulfill each one of them and he did that for Hannah. Amen. Because God has an amazing plan for us and God has great plans for all of us and God's timing is the best and when we yield to God, we are already stepping into his plan. Amen. I want to talk about what Hannah learned from God, and I hope this is also a lesson for all of us today. Hannah trusted God and that his plans for Samuel is better than her way and her plan. Amen? Through her life, she had learned to wait on the Lord and trust in sovereignty. And sometimes we have to wait for a very long time. Sometimes we never get the metaphorical baby but Hannah is a proof that it doesn't have to destroy our faith. Amen. It can only strengthen it and providing we stay close 
to God. Amen. We need to learn or remind ourselves to surrender all to God. We need to surrender everything to him. And she learned about God's faithfulness. And we need to learn to be persistent in prayer. And God expects us to be the people of our word. And we can still be specific with God. And Hannah did the same by praying to God for his son. And she was blessed. In summary... What we learn from Hannah is that there is great wisdom and joy in giving to the Lord. And Hannah was specific to God and she asked for a son and God gave her a son. His promises are yes and amen. Lord, waiting upon the Lord might be hard but we'll still answer our prayers, it is on time. May we be encouraged today. I don't know what situation you have in your life. I don't know what you've been waiting for. I pray that Hannah's testimony shows that he's a God of miracle. God answers prayers at his own time. I pray that you've been encouraged today. Bless you. listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.